This is W. Devoncraft Esquire, and you are listening to the uh, BS Podcast Network. Please make sure everybody can see the screen. Okay, see the genetic matching room. Hi, and welcome to the Avatar program. Soon, you're going to have a chance to undertake an amazing Navi rite of passage, riding on the back of a banshee by being genetically matched. A banshee? The chief don't ride on no back of no freaking banshee. Live from Animal Kingdom, Pandora, Flight of Passage. It's Fish Sean Wu, chief of the Mawakin Nation, and you're getting ready to listen to the next episode of the Magic Our Way podcast with my main man, Eli, Kevin, Danny, and of course, everybody's favorite travel agent. What are you looking at, dude? I'm podcasting. Lee Lastavica. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. Unfortunately, banshees live high in rookeries and humans can't get Banshees? Good grief. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way Podcast. podcast. Sante Sun, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Army Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Bus talking about dizzy stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicArway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny, and I miss that voice. What voice? The chief voice. Oh, the chief voice. Yeah. It's been a while since he's been on here. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is something. That's a I thought somebody pitch. else would chime in on that, but yeah, I miss the Chief. Yeah, I Chief. do too. Yeah, Chief's great, man. I mean, I, I think he's still around, I believe. So. Oh, yeah, he's still around, but you know, he, he's got, uh, you know, his kids are a little bit more grown, yeah. so not as much Disney, a little bit more universal happening yep. he's in little, the world. He's, of, he's busy, yeah. That's a hard intro, too, because obviously somebody's like, why are you talking a lot? He's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> We're being decontaminated. Don't you understand <laughs> yeah. the severity of this? Dude, yeah. I'm podcasting. If you remember the ride, it's like a small room with yes. a limited amount of people, so it's obvious if you're doing something other than watching the video. <laughs> 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 so that's the funny part that gets me every time when he's doing it. When he says, Tells the guy, what are you looking at? I'm podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't seen Chief, that dude is like like six three, six four. So obviously he told that dude something. He was like, all right, dude, just finish <laughs> it. Just curious, bro. So uh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. I buy a t-shirt. Don't make, don't make me pick you up like a penguin. Yeah. So that's a that's a tall dude, man. Dude, what's we'll up on you? That's a hell of a callback, Lake. <laughs> that's right. Oh man. Well, well, let's introduce this guy right here. Excelsior! You know, 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 you know. I have the You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, Eli? <laughs> I'm doing very good, sir. Time for another episode to be added to the docket. We may not be mission space, but we're going to send this one off like a rocket. How y'all doing today? <laughs> Boom. Bang, Whoa. bang. Woo. That's right. Doing really good. That's really good stuff. Man. Good stuff, man. Yeah, you like that? I do. I forgot. Chief's intro. I forgot I'm the first one on it. I think that's the only intro that's like, I'm the first one on it. I think, right? Which is fine. Yeah, yeah you keeping no. track of these things? No, I just, <laughs> after a while you listen to I haven't heard that one in a while. I was like, huh. I should keep track of it. Like, just walk I'll away. play that more often. Huh? No, okay. no, I'm just saying. I just, I never noticed that. I'll, just, I'll insert your name every time we play something. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, just like, oh, that's neat, you know? Yeah, I mean, you do get introduced first just about in every show. Like, Lee's always like the last person introduced. No, I'm just saying. feel good. I I feel great just to be on the show and not delivering pizza Normally, I Normally, I just get, and I'm Danny. (laughs) 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 Last two weeks, I'm like, hey, I feel like saying something. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. Generally, I'm Danny, and then we go right to you. I know. I hear you. I hear you. Prima Donna? (laughs) Right. I guess I'm a diva now. I think you are. I think you're drunk with power. 
I'm drunk. I don't know about the power. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the power part. I'll work on that. Well, Kungaloosh. Yeah. Space Bosh. All that. All right. And also on the show, we have this guy here. Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Show me the money! Hey, you know, I read all of his nicknames last week. Do I have to do it again? <laughs> it's on you, dude. Dude, you, you're the one who's kept this alive. I don't know why. I've said it from the start. Uh, we waste time with this shit every week. I gotta admit, when I listen to it, it's like, man, you... You just you could go ahead, make a sandwich, come back, you still do it. I so. know. Well, let me do this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's our Moican Tacotarian, Mr. Lee DJ Watt P- Cheddar Papa Smurf. You had you three names. Because he's got to spiel it this by from That's all it. the other 80 I names. Into it. Yeah, he can do 22 names, boom. A pro. Three names, them all Yeah, up. it's done. But it's it's Tacotarian. It's a new one, though. Hey, Tacotarian, what you say? Oh, gentlemen, how we doing? I'm just over here uh, getting ready to celebrate my favorite holiday. He's such a laid-back Tacotarian. <laughs> oh, he is. Yeah. What's your favorite mm-hmm. holiday? Girl Scout cookie season. Oh, <laughs> oh, nice. I bought some Girl Scout cookies from Daddy's daughter. Yeah, that's right. A lot of people yeah, bought some cookies you. from Lillian. Yeah. Tis to see. Yeah. How's she doing? Has she, she reached her goal yet? Oh, she's surpassed her goal. Awesome. Nice. She's absolutely surpassed her goal. You know, when that goal comes in, I probably will eat all that goal, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I will surpass my goal for number of cookies eaten. I went to her and I said, what prizes are you going to get off of this, baby? Yes. She said, what prizes? <laughs> oh, that's no, like, yeah, it's like a prize sheet that tells you if you sell this many cookies and you do this, it's like... What? <laughs> then I kept I kept trying to explain it to her. She had no idea what I was talking about. She's just a hustler. She's just trying to sell cookies. Yeah, right. in she's her mind, she gets a badge, and that's all she cares about. She's doing her part for the scouts. She's that's going to it. work. She's like, I'm just going to go to work, and I'm going to just get these cookies sold and take care of this. I don't know about no prize. For the good of the scouts. Do you know what prize she wins? Did you happen to look up? I have seat? no idea. I don't even know. when. I know she's over 100. I don't know what she's up to. You know but. what probably happens is that they'll put her head on like the TV, and then it'll float around, and you'll see all the prizes, and she gets to pick them just like the old Wheel of Fortune. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Whoa, Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Nobody remembers that? No, I don't remember. They let no, you. No, they used to have a big scene of like all the prizes you can win with the money you yeah, earn, and that little head. You had to spend your money. Yeah, yeah, the little fled floating around. Oh, like, oh yeah, I'll buy one of those. Buy one of those. And they oh, oh, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yes. right. That's they stopped they, doing that. It was weird. No, yeah. I'd, I'd rather be one of those things where they, they give you the shopping cart and you've got like thirty seconds to run around. Oh the store yes, or like a spree. Yes. Everything in there. Supermarket you want sweep or something sure. like that? Yeah, that's yeah. Now the real question is because I remember when. You talked about this before when her starting to sell the cookies. We said that once someone graduates from the Girl Scouts, they get like a certain percentage or something like that. That's what right? Lee said. I asked my wife about that. She's like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, okay. I haven't heard about it. That's the Girl Scouts in Texas get the 401k. I, to- I told you I that's some mafia economics there, whatever's but, happening. Better look that. into that, though. I want to look into that. I'd put some stock in Disney. I'd look into it and get my legs broken or some shit. Oh, no. I ain't funny how Danny yeah what, what, what do you want the cookie or your legs what do you want you can't walk out with both <laughs> uh, all right well guys look we're, we're talking about pledge round we're continuing our discussion I don't know if y'all could tell but I mean I we had a lot of fun discussing this because I mean that's just one of the things that uh, just did bring us a lot of pleasure back in the day man it was a very unique little experience and we look forward to bringing the rest of our discussion here to you on this show right now so, guys, enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go continue the magic. The next one was one of the ones that uh, opened and also closed with the place. And this is the Mannequin's Dance Palace. Yes. Longest one. Longest love. Oh, uh. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. <laughs> yes, this was that club, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the Roxbury. Yes, the Roxbury. Just All like right. the Roxbury. It's a kind of club where you have that happening. <laughs> the Mannequin's Dance Pal. This is one of the clubs I actually went to. Did you Vogue, Kevin? I don't. Was Vogue in there when we went? I guess so, right? I guess Vogue was a thing. I don't know if I did it or not. I don't remember. All right. 
Um, I went there with a mutual friend of ours, if you remember Carlos. Well, I know he vogued. I know that for a fact. He probably vogued. Yeah, he, he probably got it. Yes. I know he yes. did. His muscles and everything. But yeah, <laughs> that's just that club, man. And if, and just to give you an idea of what this was built in, if you remember uh, Meriwether's warehouse for his canvases as well as his sewing equipment, this is what uh, Mannequin's uh, Dance Palace is housed in. Was Kim Cattrall there? <laughs> oh, man. That'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> she could have. She needed to be. She she could have. I mean, there was a ton of mannequins all over that place. That's right. You know, and, and that's the reason why I call them mannequins because they had a bunch of mannequins that were posing the ways of the dance, is how they described it. Mannequin on the I mean, move. Different dance <laughs> I, was gonna say, I can't believe you remember this thing. I was going to say, who was in Mannequin 2 on the move? <laughs> More mannequins. All I remember was the, the designer. What was it? Meshack Taylor. There you Meshack go. Meshack Taylor. That's wow. the actor. I don't remember what he was. That's a name. But yeah, yeah, but he was like the only consistent with yeah, the new mannequin. Yes. Two on the move. I thought that was a catchy title, but I never saw the movie. But I did see the first one. Yep. I had HBO. So, <laughs> well, this club had the huge. We probably heard stories of this, but it had the huge rotating lighted dance floor. Uh huh. Okay. And also on the stage next to the floor, they had a huge matrix of lights behind it. It was so powerful that the Imagineers dubbed it the toaster oven. Damn. <laughs> and to kind of uh, give you an that. idea, this Damn. was before uh, CFLs and LEDs. So this is incandescent light bulbs. So you know that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> you know oh, that yeah. was hot. That's hence, hence the name by the Imagineers, the toaster oven. People uh-huh. thought they were in a rave, probably. They didn't even take anything. Multi-levels, everything else. You took an elevator to get up to it and everything. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Well, let's well, hold on. just to backtrack on, this, yes. on, on the backstory a little bit, because you just mentioned the, uh, what you call it, the, col- the colossal, like, uh, rotating yes, dance the rotating, floor. Yes. Are you going to Vogue while you do this? Who? You. No. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin can Vogue while Why I tell the story. <laughs> don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt all right, thanks. Now we're in the mood. Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah I was moving my head left to right. Me, you, me, me, me. me. Let's do the Charlie okay, yeah. All right, go All ahead. Right. So that rotating dance floor, there was a backstory to that rotating dance floor. Oh, okay. Okay. What so, is? Uh, this was uh, built on the old canvas fabrication plant uh, mm-hmm. also, that, that was constructed in t- 1912. So it was the second building that was built on Pleasure Island by Meriwether Adam Pleasure. But yes. once... The canvassing, fabrication, all that fell apart. In the 1930s, it was converted to a soundstage for Invincible Pictures. Invincible, invincible, invincible pictures. pictures. It was like yes. some Jackie Chan type stuff? No, that was like... Uh, the, beer, the beer that doesn't break? And that was Marky Mark. Uh, he did that uh, <laughs> I'm a superstar. becoming yeah. a Philadelphia Eagle. Go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he points at everybody. I got pictures, y'all. Then, after it was a soundstage for Invincible Pictures, it was uh, converted into a design studio and workshop for various pleasure projects. Most notable of these was a huge locomotive powered by a combination of steam and magnetic power. A colossal turntable was installed to facilitate the work on this revolutionary project called Maxwell's Demon. Ooh, Maxwell's Maxwell's Demon. Demon. Maxwell's Demon. It gets that deep, guys. Maxwell's demon was intended to revolutionize world transportation, uh, but it didn't. I ain't riding on no demon. <laughs> I ain't getting on no turnabout. No, thank you. I ain't ride that train. I ain't do it. They're okay. riding. I ain't riding. Ride it. I ain't ride that train. It got wings on it. Yeah, nothing happened. <laughs> but they used the turntable for the dance floor. So ah. how about that? Everything has a backstory. Everything. You get has- a backstory. You get a backstory. Woo! Oh <laughs> <laughs> backstory. 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 You know. Backstory. That's right. All right. Yeah, but that was Mannequin's Dance Club. I, did y'all ever go in there? I did not. No, you did not, yeah. I didn't go in there. I know there was go. mannequins hanging from the ceiling, though. Yes, yes. Like, they were all like, over the place. They, they were decorated, and then they had, like, like human mannequins that would dance, like like you were saying, with the voguing. Yeah. There were human mannequins in there as well. So, I mean, they really, they lived up to their, um, their, name, their name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a world I would have seen from afar back then. You know, I, I, don't, I think if I'd have walked in there and just saw... Things hanging off to seem like nope, nope, nope. Yeah, I walked in there and I was like, you know, Los, this is not, this is not me, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, this is what I see in the movie. This is, this is no. That and, people, and that's, and that's when Carlos turned to you and said, Kevin, if the mood strikes you, if this the mood strikes you, come on, Q, let's do it, let's do it. Oh my god, people in leather chains and stuff like that, mm-hmm. dude, that Vogue, you know, I, I got the sunglasses that like different like shapes and sizes, nah, uh, sweating and stuff because they had the toast oven. I don't know about that. 
<laughs> crazy. No, that, that's not where you want to. That's not what you want. That's not what you want. No. At least not what I want. Now, um, yes, go ahead. What is there currently? This is easy. Uh, this one I know. Okay. Eli, you want to take a stab at this? Is this where the, the boathouse is? No, not where the boathouse is. Lee? I heard you hit on uh, mute. You know this one? No clue. No clue. This is where they get all the uh, the mannequins for the shops in the, the Disney Springs. I don't know. I have a hint for you all if you want to give it a shot. Wait, is it okay. a is it a uh, is it where the drugstore is? Is it a drugstore? In- <laughs> the drugstore. <laughs> Not drugs, the, drugs. They, but got like, the, uh, they got the Walgreens. They got the Walgreens. <laughs> yeah, they got the CVS over there. The Eckerd's. <laughs> yeah. That, oh, there's no Eckerd's. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is. It, it's, it's the site of the CVS Rock and Roller. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> Dr. Phil's out there with the turntable. <laughs> <laughs> What's your mental problems? <laughs> That's awesome. No uh, gasoline? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you all a hint. Uh, Can I give him a hint? You go give him a hint. Whatever you do, don't get pagoded. Oh. Oh, okay, the restaurant. Cool. Oh. The name is? Morimoto. Yeah. Hey, Thank you. Morimoto Asia. Hey. Morimoto Asia. And ah. a lot of the framework of that building still exists. It's not like they tore down that whole thing. I mean, that they, they use a lot of the uh, existing framework. Well, the that. sign kind of reminds me of the same kind of deal. Sure. You know, sure. it's an up and down kind of sign. Yeah. And they, again, multi-level club. We got, I got to eat in there one day because I think like every time we've gone in there, they're always is either close to closing or it's like packed. We always get turned yeah, away. Yeah, because we keep, we keep trying to go in there for like the little bar area. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So this next club I want to talk about uh, uh, is is this. And we talked mentioned about it earlier. And this was the fireworks factory. And so it, it got its name Aya! because, as you know, <laughs> Meriwether went to China, got himself a Chinaman. Right. <laughs> brought him back. Picked him up. Say, we will build a fireworks empire. It will be awesome. So they built a place. You know, Meriwether, kind of like Walt, likes to smoke cigars. Uh-huh. Wait, 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 real quick, before we get to that, though, what, what, what was the Chinese... Firework master's name, Kevin. Oh, that uh, I don't know. Blow up some guy. Long duck dong. Mugurai pan. Z chin. Literally, you cannot make this up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, the god. bang master. No. <laughs> bang bang bang. Yes. Bang, uh, bang, bang master. In 1924, pleasure sent to China for the world's leading fireworks expert, the Bang Master. That's a story in itself. He they, introduced C-17, Bang Bang Chicken. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> bang Bang Chicken. Together, they built fireworks in a combination laboratory storage bunker. For the next four years, Orlando citizens enjoyed stupendous Independence Day aerial displays. It was glorious. However, on July 3rd, 1927, something happened, Kevin, and I think you're about ready to get into it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you know, Meriwether, kind of like Walt, liked to smoke cigars. And you go into a fireworks factory with a lit cigar, things happen, and then things go boom on a much bigger scale than you ever expected. Oh, God. It was beautiful, but it was huge. Yes. According to the plaque, uh, 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 it set off an explosion that was heard 82 miles away in Tampa. That's 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 a big that's a big explosion. That's a big big bang. Big big big, big bang. It was like, bang. is Pearl Harbor here? Oh god. <laughs> oh jeez. Now you here for an hour? You blew up my factory. <laughs> what? Bang master. Hey, uh, that's crazy. Well, you, the dude should have known better though. No word on whether or not the bang master lived. Oh, By the way, this wow. is the last we hear of the bang master. Don't know if he went back to China. Don't know if he perished in the explosion. All we know is that Mrs. Pleasure insisted that the wreckage of the factory be preserved as a reminder of Pleasure's folly there's too many crazy titles in here it's bang master fun meister pleasure like hey, hey you want to know how they were they're, they're Im- immoralized them eli you want to know how they did it go ahead well the charred remains they figured it'd become a great barbecue restaurant it's <laughs> 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 called <laughs> oh no they had the charred mannequins in there as well <laughs> it was the one of the eateries on pleasure island when it opened a no, barbecue restaurant. no. no i'm serious i'm was dead serious no, 1989 no, no. It, no, it was kid. a barbecue restaurant you kid right it, i'm not kidding they took charred people and said hey we got some ashes let's make a barbecue restaurant <laughs> oh, you would smoke my meat so good <laughs> <laughs> bang 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 it's a, it's a korean barbecue joint <laughs> Oh man, crazy. Uh, that, yeah. is, that is. I thought you were gonna say something like they took the ashes and they put them in the water and set them out to fireworks or something. I no, nah, I nah. didn't know it got cannibalistic all of a sudden. Nah, dude. man, barbecue, bro. Well, no hey, one's bro. saying that anybody got ate. They just saying no, that they man. felt like it was a. Um, they felt like it was an appropriate. Like she said, she she maintained it. 
She made sure to keep it because yes. she felt like it was a... Uh, the essence of the dead factory workers make a great barbecue. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like they have their ashes is on this big pit and then like they're cooking the meat and then like the smoke from the charred remains of people is in the meat. It's a smoke flavor like you've never had before. Look, yeah. here, here you go, E. The factory seated 377 people with two dining rooms. Food included ribs... Yes. Yeah. The fireworks three and three combo, which was hot chicken wings, Ooh. catfish, and barbecue shrimp. Damn. That's barbecue good. chicken, filet mignon, pork chops, and Kansas City strip steak. All right. I would eat some people. That's <laughs> there you go. Now you're getting hungry for people, right? Yeah, I kind of Getting hungry for people. I got it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, go ahead and put Charlie on the skewer and with the, with the barbecue. You got to do what you got to do to survive. <laughs> Charlie, all right. Roll him around. Roll him around. <laughs> I don't think those words have ever been mentioned in, uh, ever. Like, now you're getting hungry for people that is wild though <laughs> oh, i think alfred pecker would, was packer would, agree, would disagree oh okay yeah uh anyway. <laughs> so would, i was gonna say so would Dahmer, but uh you know that's it pecker Dahmer. <laughs> yeah packer was the one from the um that uh snow expedition thing with everyone oh oh the duty like yeah when they made a live out of the movie oh yeah because yeah, he yeah. had to eat his people he had to eat his friends, but he didn't cook them. I got you. <laughs> you know that. I, I, I mean, I hear you though. That's probably worse. Yeah. Right, they, let's yeah, but, move on from yes, cannibalism. Yes, yes, this yes, is yes. disturbing. Desserts, right. desserts, desserts. desserts. Atomic chocolate cake and Toll House cookie sundaes. This is made from the ashes of people too. Uh, no, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> okay. I Drinks from eat. the bar included the coconut peach explosion and Pleasure Island iced tea. I'm Oof. just trying to explain to you that. No, okay. Explosions and you know. Things blowing up had a lot to do with the integrity of the menu. Whether it all memorialized death and destruction, I don't know. Yeah, well, when you blow up one door, obviously another door opens That's for people to come eat at. All right. There you all go. Right. Still twisted, but okay. So this place opened up and uh, all the way up until 1998, where it changed. It became the Wild Horse Saloon, which still featured barbecue, but also now had country music and dance. Now they cooking horses? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because the neon armadillo wasn't enough. Right. <laughs> There's more meat on yeah, the horse. Southerners. We need, yes. we need two. Indeed. Come two country Two, clubs. two, two. Yes. Wild stallions. <laughs> and of course, that didn't last as long. In 2001, it became Motion, which became a top 40 and alternative hits club. Okay. Yes. And it remained Motion until the whole island closed. And by the way, the Wild Horse Saloon also did barbecue. Yes, it did. Yes. yes, yes. So just a... a Clarified a lot of barbecue. You were worried that some of the uh, the menu items were lost in the in the switch over to Wild Horse Saloon. No, I would have I would have eaten in both of those places. I'd be all jokes. I, I I love some good barbecue. That that menu sounds pretty tasty. All right, so now you want to guess what's there now? I'd have to a think. Barbecue about joint. Nope. A Come barbecue on. joint. Come um, on, Eli. Light pig. You got this, Eli. This is where the boathouse is? This is where the boathouse is. All right. Finally. There you go. The boathouse. If you all guess right. it every time, you're going to be right one of the That's times. all I want. <laughs> one out of three is good for me. <laughs> all right. So this next club, guys, has this little saying at the entrance, and you probably know what this is. It says, explore the unknown, discover the impossible. Yeah, this is where it hurts. <laughs> what could I be talking about, gang? Where it hurts. You talking to me? <laughs> anyway, anybody, talk anybody talking to, to me? Explore <laughs> the unknown, discover the impossible. I'm the only one here seems to know you're talking about. He's talking to you. <laughs> you're talking, talking to you. me. I'm pretty sure Daniel knows what we're talking. What, what it's the Explorers Club. The, the, the Explorers Club. Club. The, the Adventures. You know that's where everybody that owns a Ford Explorer goes. And that's a fireable yes. offense. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I meant. That's when we throw you in the fireworks factory with the bang master. <laughs> that's when people eat you with a side of ribs. That's a uh, Yes. No, no, it's the Adventurous <laughs> Club. Yes. The Adventurous okay. Club. Hey, trivia question. What Imagineer took the lead in the design of the Adventurous Club, ladies and gentlemen? I'll let Eli take this one because I bet you he knows it. Joe Rody? Yes, right. Joe Rody. Absolutely. All right, all right, all right. That makes sense. You just put it all together. That just makes sense. He wanted to make a disco club, but. <laughs> you want everybody to have like a big piece of earring and stuff in one end to show up in it. That's what's going to dangle from the ceiling, but they decided not to go yep. with that. So. so this is a club. This is uh, what we have to thank Isabella Pleasure for. Okay. If you remember, they moved into their Bermuda-style house, which actually became actually while we're here. Let's talk about the house for just a second. Um, the house is now known as the Portobello Yacht Club. No, not Yacht Club. 
Is that right? Portobello? Well, it be, in, in the original story, it became the Portobello Yacht Club. Yes. It, it underwent a transition to the Portobello Country Italian Trattoria. Yes. And currently is the Terralina Crafted Italian Restaurant. We can get into that a little bit later if you want to. But I mean, yeah, that that's that's what the old home became. Yeah. So that's just to give you listeners an idea. If you know any of those places that Danny just mentioned, that's the size building they had. So they lived in that little house and Meriwether being a world traveler and everything else kept bringing back stuff. And eventually, the house got full of stuff. And Isabella was like, you know what? You know, you got too much crap up in here. You got to get out of here. Yeah. You know, I'm going to throw you out if you don't do something with this. You need a man cave. You need a man cave. And what did he build? He built this building that was to become, you know, the Adventures Club. Yes. And, and that's where he kept all his artifacts, all his books. Mm-hmm. This is where his friends could hang out when they came into town on their adventures. His and trophies? Just, his trophies. Yeah. I can't, I can't forget the trophies. So everything that he's picked up on his adventures all went to the Adventures Club and out of the house, which made Isabella happy, and it made him happy because he had a lovely man cave to which to share uh, stories of adventures and drinks with his friends that would come through uh, as they're going through their adventures as well. And so, yeah, that's why we have to thank Isabella Pleasure for having built this Adventurers Club. Yeah, so next time your wife says, get rid of your it could be a good thing. <laughs> it could yeah. be a good thing. You just got to build the Adventures Club. That's yes, right. Build your own club makes it All look like Jubaji exploded in it. That's pretty. <laughs> hey, quick trivia question. What was the undefined all-purpose greeting like Aloha that could mean virtually anything at the Adventures Club? Uh, you want me to do this or you want to give uh, the other ones a chance? I guess we can give the other ones a chance for a second and then, you know, they'll call in the lifeline to Danny. Do y'all know what it is? Do y'all know what it is? It was also a drink, too. Eli's heard it. I mean, I don't know if he remembers it. But yeah, I was going to say, like, Harambe. He may have even drank it. Yep, he might have even drank it. Is that what it's called, Harambe? <laughs> no, no, it's not no. called Harambe. <laughs> Any guesses, Lee? That's what I said. Uh, <laughs> you, you said Harambe, too? <laughs> Harambe. No, that's what he said. That's what I was like, is that what it? Jumbo! No. <laughs> <laughs> the Jumbo Harambe drink. I thought it was just something about the just welcome adventures, but... No. It's a drink? It was a drink, too. Yeah, definitely. You want to uh, call in a lifeline? I, I might have to. I don't know how to give him a hint. I mean, it's, it's, it's not tough. a word. Yeah, yeah. It's not a word that... It's a drink I, that I have. There you Kungaloosh. go. That's Kungaloosh. Right. ladies and gentlemen. There you go, buddy. How did you come up with that, Lee? Did you research? I, no, I promise. It just came to my head. I'm like, Good. oh, yeah. I believe you. Was, you you've been it was on. ESP. It was ESP all the way from New Orleans. There you go. He was all the way he, to Texas. He was sensing what y'all was trying to say, and it just popped in, and the words just popped right in. The Kungaloosh just poof. Did you just Kungaloosh all over Lee's face, Nick and Chuck? I think I did. Because <laughs> he said you ESP'd him. That's I, right. I must have ESP, ESTOQUED him. All right. Yeah. Nice. Kaga sploosh. But um, <laughs> in honor of this place, you know, I think we should sing the official all-purpose theme song whoa, 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 uh, wait, for we, the Adventurous Club. We, we can, <laughs> but hold up real quick. You got, a little, just, you got a little something to throw in there? Uh, uh, again, a little side story uh, sure. picked up on the plaques. Apparently, now, you know, so, so, he, so he had to build this library for himself, right? Yes. Apparently, according to the story, he won the plans for the design of this building that became the Adventurers Club in the game of dominoes and attributed them to noted architects Sir Edward Luton, Charles Rennie McIntosh, and Elial Sarinin. Now, I don't know who any of those people are. Yes. I don't know if they're actually real yeah. uh, architects. Yeah. I don't know if it's uh, James Bottom Tooth III. That is... I will um, play you the game of dominoes because craps is a young man's game. That is supposedly... The, the, there was a backstory for where he got the designs for the club. So he played dominoes, had a boat named Domino. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then this inspired the club. Right. I and see it, it. I see the, the theme. And this building became home to the Adventurers Club. And this Adventurers Club, like normally we say this became home to the Adventurers Club. Mm-hmm. And it means when they re-earthed it. No, it was already the Adventurers Club during Pleasure's Lifetime. Because him and his zany band of yachting cronies and globe trotters would get together and swap tall tales and display their exotic souvenirs from all their travels. And after he vanished at, at sea in 1941, the club was sealed, and then it was open to the public for the first time in 1989. So that was the backstory behind it. So this is like the one building that is what it was when Meriwether Adam Pleasure was still living. Yes. yes. Sorry, Straight I just thought that it deserved a little distinction. Sure. Yeah, no, that's great. And, and in honor of that, I think we should sing the uh, the, the all-purpose theme song. Do you remember Marching the Along We're Adventurous song? I think we should. Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. Mary had a little lamb, and the doctor fainted. 
That wasn't, that wasn't it? No, no that no, was no. not it. That's a hell of a story, though. It was yeah, marching yeah. along with oh, the adventurers. Yeah. Were you serious about the Mary Had a Little Lamb thing, or was that a joke? No, no, that was, that was a shtick that they do in the, that the little colonel does. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I've never heard him do that, but uh, okay. There's so much shtick that they do. Yes. There's a lot of characters, too. There's a lot of characters. We, we have to do a deep dive on the Adventures Club one day, because there's a lot of detail in this place. Meriwether collected a lot of stuff, guys. The song I remember was Marching Along We're Adventurers, mm-hmm. uh, singing, singing the, the song, song of Adventurers. Up or down, north, south, east, or west. That's it. And up or down, north, south, or west. Yes. Okay. So we can do it. Yes. Bum, ba-da-da-dum, ba-da-da-dum, dum, dum, dum. Marching Along We're Adventurers, singing the song of Adventurers. Up or down, north, north south, south, east, or west, and adventurers' life is blessed. All together now, marching <laughs> along, we're adventurers. Singing the song of adventurers. Up or down, north, south, east, or west, and adventurers' life is best. An adventurer's life is best. Yes! Congaloo! Cagalusha sploosh. What is love? (laughs) (laughs) No more. Yeah, such a great club, guys. The motto is this Some days you eat the bear, some days the bear eats you, but always dress for the hunt. (laughs) Always dress for the hunt. That's where the Morris Day suit comes in, right there. Yes, yes. So, what, you know, just a great place. Uh, One of those places I think could, uh, uh, could survive today as well. And um, yeah, we'll definitely maybe in the future we'll do a deep dive on the Adventures Club and all the things that happened in it. We'll it see. deserves it. I mean, it really does. I mean, just the problem is, is 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 being able to recreate and find all those bits. I mean, everything was a bit with them. It was so, so I, many. We we talked about it earlier today, not on the podcast, but I mean, we, you know, talking about how it could work today. They're going to be doing it in Star Wars Land over in Hollywood Studios with the Ogas cantina whatever it's called i can't remember what it's called at the moment but i mean that's what it was you would just hang around you would drink in the main salon you would interact with the cast members in character they were completely in character the entire time you would talk to them have conversations with them talk to yourselves then you know move into the main uh salon well, not the main salon the uh library library the library yeah. where they would do their show or yes. you go in the uh, mask room the trophy rooms mm-hmm. it was so much good stuff in there. Uh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Who knows what's where the Adventurous Club used to be? Who where the Adventurous Club used to be? Yes. What? Oh, what, what is the, current, what is there now? Yes. Uh, isn't it shuttered? Is it is it just sitting there? No, it's not shuttered. They've actually gotten. Re- it's it's where. Um, it's also part of the former because I'm not I'm not going to make all guests cupcake. <laughs> no, it's also part of the, the, the now the Edison. Oh, okay. That, okay. that building is so big; it encompasses. That's um, Edison too. Wow. Both that and and that um, what was it? The uh, oh, was it the BET or Neon? I, Armadillo? I thought it was man that mannequins. Um, what do you call it? The, the uh, Neon Armadillo? No. What the eight tracks? No, that's it. Neon Armadillo. Neon Armadillo. Yeah, because yeah. oh, oh, it, it was right next yes. to each other. Yeah, yeah, they were right next to each other. Okay. Yeah, they were both together, and yeah. Yeah. Very much the same. Yeah. So it, it, it's funny that I have these burn bomb guides because it's like um, you go through, you know, I went through each and every year and read the descriptions of the Pleasure Island stuff. And around 1994 is where things start to change. And you could tell this. Here's the thing. Before 1994, burn bomb published all the backstories in the guides. They had all the things in there, all the information that you would read on the plaques and stuff. But 1994 issue was different because they stopped doing that. And it's around this time when other... Uh, things started to open up uh, that kind of drifted away from the actual backstory itself. Things like a uh, Planet Hollywood, that restaurant, yes, it got built. Um, the Pleasure Island Jazz Company, yeah, opened the year before, but that kind of changed uh, the the feel of things. A great place to listen to jazz. Uh, it made to look like a jazz club from the 1930s. It had tapas style appetizers that you could open. Any idea what became of it? What it is now? Did anybody know? Well, it it was Merriweather. It was, was Merriweather's Market, is what it was. It was what it was. It was, it was like a food court area where you can go ahead and walk in. It was like a quick service thing where you can kind of pick from a bunch of different things, and then it became the Jazz Club, and then it became Raglan Road. Raglan Road, yeah, in which it stands today. Yeah, still Raglan yes. Road, which is a great place. I, I you know, I don't blame it. It's it a great little place. By the way, I got the back story to Merriweather's Market. If you want to hear it, yes, absolutely, please. Meriwether's Market was built in the very first building that was ever built 
1912 by Meriwether Adam Pleasure, and that was his sail-making factory. It was the foundation and wellspring of Pleasure's considerable fortune. Once a month during a full moon, Pleasure could be seen on the roof of this building, chanting to the goddess of the tides to keep his various enterprises afloat. Pleasure Island's first sail was completed there in December 18th of 1912. After the assembly of the last sail on June 4th, 1931, Pleasure insisted the building remain intact. However, it was devastated by Hurricane Connie. In yes. 1955. There you go. So that was the backstory behind Meriwether's Market, which became Pleasure Island Jazz Company, which mm-hmm. became Raglan Road. Wow. 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 Howl at the mood. I'm yep. glad you finished that sentence because at first you said Pleasure could be seen from the mood. Like, woo, boy, they was getting down over there, Jack. I can tell you, one thing that you seem to pick up from this is that nature did not like Meriwether Adam Pleasure. I think he, I think he prayed to the wrong god, it uh, sounds He must like. have because it, you know, he got lost at sea. Legacy got devastated in the hurricane. Yeah. I mean, it's... He should have prayed to Poseidon. Yeah. It yeah, sounds very, very like sad. that's that's what he should have done. He should have had Aquaman on the boat. <laughs> Might have helped a little bit. A couple other things that were also in the Pleasure Island that, uh, that got built a little bit later. Not not maybe just before 1994, but you also had the Pleasure Island live radio station mm-hmm. uh, that would broadcast there. They also had that little soundstage thing where you could make a, your own music video. Oh, God. little plate so you could do that. That was a thing. Back. That was a thing. Yes. Because you had them in the malls in yes. like your hometown as well. Yes. Um, other things too you had the west end stage upon which jessica rabbit the neon jessica rabbit sign was uh, perched and that's where you had frankie and the west end boys cover band playing a bunch of covers and also the new year's eve countdown of fireworks because that was the main hub that they do the fireworks uh, every night mm-hmm. back when they were doing it so you had that and also too about 1994 they built the movie theater the amc pleasure island 24 movie theater that was opened i got a backstory for that you want to hear it yeah what you want well, here, here go what here, here <laughs> what uh, the Pleasure Island AMC 10 movie theaters. Yes, uh, there is a backstory for this. That is crazy. Originally constructed to house Meriwether Pleasure's burgeoning canvas fabrication business, he was hoping to discover and patent a cheap, clean, abundant, renewable source of power. Pleasure had the building refitted in 1938 as a laboratory for testing thermomagnetics, a process designed to harness the Earth's magnetic force. The success of the experiment was proven in 1940 when the facility blew sky high with no visible use of combustibles whatsoever. Pleasure commanded that the ruined superstructure and outbuildings remain as a testimony to the awesome power of the planet. Since then, (laughs) it has been rebuilt by the AMC Movie Cinemas and the Walt Disney Company as a Pleasure Island AMC 10 Theater, which now... much bigger. <laughs> <laughs> now they make movies about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, it, it was AMC 10 then. Now it's like AMC 24. 24, <laughs> yes. Dolby yes. Surround. They've had bigger. quite a few more. And also, uh, in January 1998, AMC officially became a part of the West Side. Yes. Yes, that's right. So That's when the story started to change, when you got the West Side and Cirque du Soleil and all that kind of business starting to open up. You know, that's what's so great about these elaborate backstories. It's so cool and they're fascinating. You get involved, but it's so easy. You lose one building. And the whole backstory starts to fall apart. Yeah, but I think his love of science is what drives most of those stories. I mean, thermomagnetics. adventure. Yeah, he was a renaissance man, uh, Mr. Pleasure was. Plus a a fun seeker to boot. He challenged the gods. He did. That's what he did. Yep, a couple of things I want to mention also is is shopping at Pleasure Island. Uh, There's a couple of stores that were there. Uh, first of all, we had Jessica's, named after Jessica Rabbit. I thought that's where her sign was, was on Jessica's. I didn't know it was on the Western I thought I remember it being on the stage. More it could have been yeah. on the stage. Yeah, it, it's, it's hard to remember. I, like, mean, she, I mean, she was there also in her shop. He, yeah. Coming but, to the stage, Jessica or Jessica. Jessica yeah. Rabbit. Uh, Come to the stage. Yeah, yeah, they had all that. They had the Aviator Supply. Mm-hmm. Get your dollars ready. Aviator Supply. So it was like the flying gator and all that kind of business. That, 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 that old logo they used to have with the alligator. Yeah. That okay. with the wings and stuff. Uh, you could buy stuff there. Changing Attitudes, which was a new age shop with an assortment of merchandise in only black and white. Ah, so you could get your clothes for mannequins ready. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Gotcha. Uh, you had the party headquarters, of course. You could buy your New Year's Eve gear for the New Year's Eve celebration. Uh, the front page where you could get yourself on a national magazine. One of those things that you probably saw a lot. Oh, God. That was in every mall. Yes. In every mall. And, and Pleasure Island was not exempt from that. They um, still do that kind of in um imagination pavilion <laughs> <laughs> don't they like in the little yeah. gash, uh, when you yeah. exit through the uh, gift shop yeah, i mean still- aren't the kids sitting there like damn what's a newspaper 
<laughs> you can't Google that. It's like the old Bill Cosby routine. Right. Right. <laughs> What's the newspaper? Yeah. No, no, it's not a newspaper, more a magazine. Right. right. <laughs> What's a magazine? <laughs> Well, if you're at the Pleasure Island and you're with a girl and you want to buy something or your partner and you want to buy something, you could go to Hammer and Fire. Titanium is used in a lot of the jewelry and you could get jewelry accessories and decorative gifts. The Mouse House, you know, also had t-shirts and whatnot. Suspended animations where you can get posters, prints, lithographs and cells. So if you're interested in that, you can go to Suspended Animation. Yester Ears. It had a lot of Disney Anna collectible type stuff. Dolls, puppets, posters, clothing. Superstar Studios, which we talked about, and Propeller Heads, which was a video arcade. You could play video games and stuff in this particular thing, which was only open 11 to 2 a.m. Propeller Heads. Propeller Heads, yes. It was the arcade back in the day. <laughs> so those are some of the shops that existed back right. then and there. Yes. Yeah. What's an arcade? <laughs> right. I want to know about Ramher and the Fire. I, that sounds, like a, <laughs> that, that sounds like a really nice place to go visit. <laughs> <laughs> Got some jewelry for you. Watch this first. It's really quick. <laughs> I lost the week. I like it. He, he comes with it. And, he says and it. this is why he's rehired all the time. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a stunning visual. That you- well, like I mentioned, Planet Hollywood came along and also Wetzel's Pretzels opened in 2005. Yeah. And so that's when the kind of story changed. And um, all this kind of stuff kind of leads toward the demise of uh, said Pleasure Island. Um, but before we... Uh, in, Actually, before we get to that, talking about all that, um, when you look in the Birnbaum guides, particularly number 2007, they had this section on Pleasure Island, and they actually put this note. Oh. And it says, when it's time to change, dot, dot, dot. And basically, the note Birnbaum wrote is, when it's time to change, you've got to rearrange or at least shake things up a bit. Though nothing was official at press time, we see possible changes in Pleasure Island's not-too-distant future. No, we're not talking psychic. I mean, no, we're not psychic, but we can't help but notice that all the shops have mysteriously disappeared. (laughs) Exactly what's in store for PI may be a mystery, but we're hoping that the end result will be an island we'd want to be stranded on. And of course, yes, isn't that crazy? I would hope that. The official Disney guy. (laughs) Like, we know nothing, but if we did... Yeah. And here's a funny thing with burn bombs. It's 2007, yes, but it, technically all the information is 2006. So they're always a year behind with this when they release it. Uh-huh. So in 2006, they knew what was going on. And as you know, on September 27, 2008 is when it finally closed. Had its last call. It was yeah. done. Yeah. There's a lot done. Isn't that crazy? Close it time. Yeah. It was even in there. And, and I, I, I don't even remember that when I looked at it. That was the last issue that I bought of burn bombs. Was just before they closed the 2007 issue, and they had it in there. I was, I was I'm pretty glad taken you about. got that. Yeah, because that, it's crazy, huh? Amazing. Like it, even in the guidebook, they're like, "Look, eh, go there, don't go there. Who cares? It's changing." Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I would think the best PI to have solved that case would have been Magnum. Uh, <laughs> she totally could have went, did the club scene, figured it all out, to gave the chance because he had the mustache for it. Oh no, no, no. Well, not to completely end on a completely sad note. Um, couple of trivia questions for you guys. Sure. Which one of the clubs that we had talked about was voted the number one dance club in the U.S. at one time? Mannequins. That is correct. Uh, Mannequins. That's what I was going to say, but good job, eh? Sorry, I thought thought it was going around the room. No, no. You just went right into it, and you you were confident. You knew it, and I think Kevin responded to that. Yes. Yeah, you you did. On the move, baby. On the move. And I have a second trivia (laughs) question for you guys. It says, what movie held its world premiere on Pleasure Island in 1990? In fact, it was the very first world premiere to be screened on Pleasure Island. And I have a hint, just in case you don't know. What movie? It's got to be a Disney movie. What movie? It was a Disney movie. You're correct. Is it Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Nope. No, it was 1990. Oh, Um, it was What the Shot. That was good. No, that was a good guess because Jessica's all over the place. Go ahead. Operation Dumbo Drop. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like Cool Runnings or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uncle Buck. No, yeah. not, not, not Operation Dumbo Drop. It could have been the Apple Dumpling Gang. He went with yeah. <laughs> Silence no, of the Labs. Uh, Danny, wow. you got a guess? Uh, I was going to say Beauty and the Beast. Nope, not Beauty and the Beast. I'll give you a hint. Okay. okay. It starred Warren Beatty and Madonna. Dick Tracy. Oh, Dick God. Tracy, yes. That's a good one. That's a good Tracy. obscure one, yeah. That's a weird, that was a weird movie, too. 
It I like the makeup job, but that was a weird movie. Mm-hmm. It's strange, but yeah. So th- yeah, that's that's Pleasure Island in a nutshell, as far as what we remember it. Uh, you want to hear some of the couple of the acts that played at Pleasure Island over the years, including the Western Stage and Virus Club, oh, like New, New Kids on the Block, New Kids on the Block, that's 1989, the one I remember, yes. yes, indeed, 1992, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, there it is. feel it, feel it, Whoa. 1993, Blind Melon. Ah, oh, no ring. The girl's in the bubble pee outfit and she's just dancing. dancing. The dude's dead. Come on, show some respect. <laughs> I remember the video. I was just singing the song. That's the tribute. He's glad I remember the song. In yeah. 1995, we got Johnny Cash. Boy George and NSYNC now on the same night. Obviously. Oh, Dude, that'd be awesome. <laughs> like, best lineup ever. Dude, that would be awesome. Are you kidding? Oh, like, who's shoot. The, I, I think Johnny Cash would have to be the closer. It would have to be. It would have, have to be NSYNC to George 1, I would go. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah he'd be like, man. time don't give me time and bye, bye, bye. <laughs> be right on the hurt. They all come out and sing Folsom Prison Blues. <laughs> <laughs> 1997, we got Savage Garden. Oh, wow. Who remembers Savage Garden? I remember them. I don't remember what they sang. Uh, yeah. It's a very famous song. Ooh, it's, I want you, right? Yeah, I want you. I don't know if I need you, but yeah. I got to know. Ooh, That's I got it. to know right now. It's been a while. Ooh, 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 <laughs> I want you, but I got to have you. I've been all up in my place until now. Oh, Lord. I don't Dude, remember you that. You redo that song. I like how you do the oohs. <laughs> do it one more time. Ooh, I want you. I don't know if I need you, but ooh, 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 ooh right now. Ooh, ooh got to have you but i don't know if i need you somebody trim my savage guard right now (laughs) bark like a dog (laughs) 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 a big dog (laughs) (laughs) make it sound like an orangutan (laughs) (laughs) i need you (laughs) i need you i don't know if i want you (laughs) (laughs) jessica rabbit right now I lucked out on that one. I did. I can't remember. I remember that. Oh, man. So in 1999, (laughs) we got Christina Aguilera. Okay. And then again in 1999, separate occasion. GD the Bob. Supposedly, now this did happen all three uh, at the same time during New Year's Eve. Hootie and the Blowfish, the B 52s, and Sticks. Oh, Oh, I love Hootie. It's the Blowfish. I thought Sticks. Yes. Uh, I like Hootie too. Yeah. Oh, bye. No one's big on the B 52s? I remember that one like Rock Lobster. I remember Love Shack. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There was a Rock, lo- rock Lobster. I, I, I never understood why. Well, I never heard that one. Uh, how does that one go? Y'all sing that one. Go ahead. Rock Lobster. That's how it goes. That's about it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's it. I went through that whole song. Everybody's coming Rock Lobster. I thought somebody was going to bring it. And then in 2000, we got Duran Duran. Oh, Duran like Duran. Duran. Yes. Duran. Everybody wants to rule the world. A Wait, everybody, huh? That's, that uh, that's Durant, Tears for Fears. Yeah. Oh, never mind. <laughs> they were like Tears Hungry Like the Wolf. Rio. Oh, name Rio. Her name is Rio, yeah. and she dances every New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> that's she right. She goes to eight tracks and goes to 70s and mannequins, whatever. Oh, what? Yeah. I lost it. I lost it. I I'm got all those headbands confused. You're right. Yes. You're right. I remember Wild Boys. They did Wild Boys. Oh, Wild yeah. Wild Boys. They did that, um, what, A View to a Kill? They did that, uh, uh, yes, oh, yeah, James Bond movie. Yeah. yeah. A lot of good Duran Duran stuff. Actually, one time I heard somebody refer to Duran Duran as like the first boy band. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. Because you got Motown. I mean, they pretty much a wall boy band. Yeah, but like Motown, like uh, I I don't know. They had like the Jackson Five. Pretty much. No, because when you think of boy band, you think of something that's mass marketed for women. And I guess if you look at uh, Duran Duran with the makeup and Uh, it was yeah, yeah, you, you could. That metro kind of line. Sure. Back in the eighties, yeah, yeah, you're right. No, I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying I you got heard a point. Th- you yeah. know, actually, you know who said that was uh, Aaron, my brother-in-law. Interesting. So, Forest Ball Boys got to be. I at didn't least believe him, and, and I don't like consider Duran Duran a boy band, but it's an interesting okay. perspective. It was yeah. the catchy, catchy stuff. So, kind of wrap up the whole retrospective on this thing, guys. It, Pleasure Island was part of Downtown Disney, and at one point, I remember reporting on the show it was supposed to become Hyperion Wharf. That didn't happen. Nope. Pulled the plug on that. <laughs> yep. Nixed that. And in 2008, it closed. And now it's Disney Springs. And all the different locations that Dan- Danny had pointed out exist now today. Yeah. And 
Well, we can talk about Disney Springs uh, when we get to the reasons why Pleasure Island closed, yes. I suppose. We can get into that a little bit. But one good thing I will say about Disney Springs right now is that foot traffic is so much better. I mean, mm. they really opened up. Like, there was really only one way to go when you wanted to navigate yeah. Pleasure Island. And again, that we'll get to when we, reasons why it had to close. But that was definitely a, when Disney Springs opened. It's a definite shift in philosophy where it wasn't so much hey go out and dance and have a party with your friends it was more retail and restaurant i mean i just i find it interesting that at one point it was hey let's go have fun let's go dance you know let's get to and now it's just like no let's just go sit down and stuff our faces i mean it's it's i think it's a cultural shift to some degree too stuff our faces drink and shop that's about it there's no like hey spend your time there dance you know and look there are reasons why nightclubs didn't work and, mm-hmm. and again, we can get to that a little bit later, but yeah, it's it was definitely a shift in philosophy. But you know, all the credit in the world to Michael Eisner on that one for green lighting again, having the balls to go ahead and green light Pleasure Island. Like I said, probably one of the most extensive backstories of anything that they have Walt Disney World uh, to this day. I think sure, you know, and I just hope that we did our part to preserve that particular part of Walt Disney history because that's. That's something that I think should be remembered. I, I know Walt didn't want it to be a museum, but I've, there's some things that the Imagineers created that are just, you know, uh, that put me in awe. Well, yeah, it, it, you know, look, the parks didn't have to be a museum for us to be able to appreciate the history. Exactly, exactly. So, so hopefully the Magic Army podcast did our part with that, and thanks also to all the Disney fans that did their part as far as the research and articles they wrote because they definitely helped contribute to what we know as well. As uh, Michael Eisner for, yes, green lighting it and allowing us to actually experience the place, which we did. We're kind of some of the stories. So uh, we would love to hear your stories or memories from Pleasure Island. And special thanks to you, Kevin. Oh, well, thank you. For, for you know, compiling uh, so much data, so much information about such a great place, a, a place that I really wish would have survived well into the point where I didn't have kids and I can really go and appreciate all these different clubs. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, but hey, look, I, at least I got to appreciate some before I had a child for a brief couple of years. But um, special thanks to you for compiling that. And not only that, for, but for playing Hurt. Because you don't hear this too often, <laughs> but when, when somebody, ladies and gentlemen, when somebody loses a tooth in the yes. middle of a show and says, <laughs> Tell the truth. Dennis, I'm going. <laughs> Finish this. The show must go on. Like, do your tooth is the out. The show must go on. That, Why are you bleeding? That is a true performer right there. That yes. is the measure of a true performer. That's right. That's the measure of a band. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I lost part of my tooth uh, in the pro- pro- course of this recording. Hopefully that stays in. I don't know if it'll make it to it, but I thought that was a funny conversation. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't see it coming. If, yeah. I, uh, neither did I. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? As I eat a cashew and it all of a sudden got harder. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I bit, I bit off a piece of my tooth. I yeah. was like, oh, that's funny. That's messed up. But that's Kevin, funny. Uh, Kevin hadn't eaten and he was munching on a uh, a tub of planters uh, nuts. Cashews, and, yeah. Yeah. We, well, yeah. We Which were terribly fun. tough. So cashews aren't as hard as peanuts. No. Damn. We were having fun and, oh, Kevin's choking on the nuts. Ah, ha, ha, ha. It's all funny until somebody loses. <laughs> and, <laughs> until I'm actually choking on my nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which so, kind of happened, actually, as I yeah. spit pieces out. That's a hard nut, <laughs> which is really, really weird. But that's the thing: cashews they weren't that hard. But yeah, but it was it, it was definitely my pleasure to put this together. Uh, of course, this was all spurred on by the re- the recent news of the Atlantic Dance Hall possibly closing, and that probably being one of the last nightclubs, that dance clubs at least, that people could uh, experience on Walt Disney World property. So uh, that got me reflecting, and I wanted to do my part, or uh, want to do and, and contribute to our history of maintaining uh, this legacy of the pleasure island experience absolutely yeah youtube uh definitely came with the info and i think that is a very good piece of disney history that we shouldn't have lost because you know besides us being fellow you know disney lovers and coming in with our families and whatnot there's a whole group of people that make they may be duly reds or just get married as singles pretty much and that's a good area for them to mingle and it's unfortunate they have to kind of lose that yeah. yeah, no, I mean, they do it on the cruise. I mean, they have an adults-only area on the cruise. I don't, you know, yeah, I but don't see... Oh, it's different, though. You can, yeah. like, get together with somebody and then say, hey, let's just go and kick it somewhere and then just have a good time and, True. and yeah. you know, and then, like, well, walk out. We're, we're skipping ahead a little bit, but let, okay. me, let me say this. Yes. I don't necessarily mind the loss of A-Tracks, Mannequins, um... All those dance clubs, because I mean, kind of like we were talking about before, and I don't know if it'll make the cut, whatever, but 
it's hard to go out dancing. Like, you're like, hey, you know, honey, it's been a long day in the parks. Let's go out dancing. What is hard to, to stomach losing was the Adventures Club and, and the Comedy Warehouse, where you could yes. sit down, relax, and have an adult. I, mom watched. We, it was a long day. Me and the wife, grandma, mm-hmm. be, be grandma tonight. Me and the wife are going to go out and, and have some fun on Pleasure Island at the yep. Adventurous Club and at the Comedy Warehouse. So, you know, losing those big dance clubs, I mean, I, I was never a dance club guy. I mean, I, look, I know Kevin went dance hopping with Kevin with Carlos. I didn't know about that. <laughs> I didn't know about that hidden part of your life. I didn't know that you and Carlos were night at the Roxbury guys, but good yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, um, yeah, but like, yeah. yeah. But I went to that one time where I, what, you remember did. some girl stepped on a sure. foot or whatever, and I mean, like, that was a fun night because I, I would not have run into that. Sure. Uh, had that not have happened, it was just like, oh, this is kind of a different venue to see. I'm just saying, let's keep it in perspective because, yeah, we've lost a lot of those dance halls. But I mean, really, you know, how many of us really use those dance halls right, in our right. advanced age with children? Uh, what we're kind of bemoaning is the loss of like two really cool bars. And bars are not in danger <laughs> at no. Disney. I mean, there, there's yeah, a lot of really no. cool bars. Uh, from you know, Jock Lindsay was was a cool bar. I mean, yeah, it's very mellow. Yeah, and I, I don't know if I'd put it on the level of any of the things that we were talking about. But Jock Lindsay was was cool. Um, it's an experience for sure. It, it if is, if anything. Yeah, it, it, and, and I, uh, Raglan Road is Raglan cool. Road is a good experience. Uh, you know, yeah. it, again, not to the level with the theming that we're talking about before. Yeah. There's a lot of cool bars. Bars are not endangered. Yes, no. dance clubs are. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool guys, we, we'd love to hear your experiences about Pleasure Island or stories or whatever you want to tell us. Uh, uh, and we're about to tell you how to do that in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that little look back to the wonder that was known as Pleasure Island. Um, I know we definitely had enjoyed speaking about it. Um, if you want to learn more about us, magicaway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at showatmagicaware.com or you can leave us a voicemail via our speak pipe widget or you can call or text us at 1-815-MOWEEKEND. That is 1-815-MOWEEKEND. 669-4226. And of course, we've got a couple <laughs> guys who do things outside of the podcast. Yeah. First of all, we got Eli. Eli, tell him what you got going on, sir. I was quite melodious, Daddy. I try. I hear you. I got one line. But you made it work. <laughs> I try. <laughs> yeah, I, so I heard him go for it, so I, I, I let him noted. have his space. I let him have his space. I was yeah. like, he just he took my weekend and he just brought it to extra note. Gave it's me like, room to improv, man. I right. appreciate that. Absolutely. Make getting it done. Improv. Hey. Explore the space. Do it, yeah. man. You're Make an adventurer. Be flexible. <laughs> Flow like a Marching river. Marching along. Yeah. yeah. Marching along. Do that, man. Yeah. We know about retrospective. Have less travel. Do it all the time. Explore doing it. it and doing it and doing it well. Nobody thinks we can make things work, but we pull it off. Take it where it goes. I mean, we ain't magicians or nothing, but boy, we make David Copperfield look Improv. jealous right here. <laughs> how we do Improv. it. Watch me just <laughs> snap my fingers together and the big books happen and fall out the sky. Improv. Kevin sounds like your evil conscience. <laughs> He's always my evil conscience. <laughs> you kidding me? Next thing you know, I'm like singing something. He busts out something. I'm like, what? Where'd that come from? But anyway, yes. Improv. Ivycomics.com. <laughs> you can check that out. Got books for projectation. You got books? Not playing books. Not uh, one book? Not just one book. Not two books? Not two books. How many books? Got like three books. Three books? Three books. Good Lord. And then God, they, man, you only got three books. Uh. I got three books, but there's two issues of at least two of them. <laughs> ah. Why well, work on another one, which is the longest book I've ever done in my life. I might retire after this one. <laughs> Improv. Yeah. <laughs> Close to 50 pages, man. Good Lord. That Savage's book is something else. But yeah, you know the story's all about the glory. That's I too bad, too, because I had an idea how to improve that book. I'm still. I'll listen. That's how the book is said. It's all right. It's, it's too. It's already drawn. Like well, yes, and uh, and of course, our but weekend listeners know from the game show. I I vowed to put any characters in the book. So I just I have one more page left. Are they savage? They do some savage stuff. Absolutely, oh. absolutely. Oh. I can I can tell you one of them gets messed over kind of quick. The other one has like a. <laughs> 
See a weapon. Well, I hope that person was the third place uh, yeah. winner. <laughs> That's pretty kinda, savage. Kind of was. Well, one of them actually guy dives without a parachute. Okay. I lied out of Utah. The other one has a whole weaponry of uh, stuff in the trunk of a car and wears a mask that has a big M on it. All kind of stuff. That's savage. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I try to bring it there. So, uh, What does the M stand for? Mo Weekend. <laughs> Mo Savage. There it is. Nice. <laughs> Mo Sa- <laughs> <Mo> Weekend Savage. <laughs> well, yeah, I try to put that in pockets. And that's just to show you guys that's how important the creative buffs and the artistic stuff that we do. It all flows together. It's all synergy. That's savage. Absolutely. Yes. Totally. So, uh, yes, IvoryComics.com. You'll never miss a link to this great podcast to keep it savage. Rawr, that's what we do. <laughs> That's a bit proud for you. Did you growl? Yeah, I did. You did growl. Uh, I did growl. Meow. Daniel Striped Tiger. Yeah, Facebook.com. Eli Ivory. Always find me there. So that's been cool. Again, no bots allowed. Sorry. Uh, prior Rye, fake person, whoever that was that chimed in on that last week. That's not real. Can't accept it. Not a real person. Can't do nothing for you. <laughs> I don't want no bots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't want no bots. I only want friends that are real, and I take them lots. But something that ain't real, I don't know about you. You'll probably have my identity and steal it. No thank you. No bots for me. Was that like a TLC? Yeah, that thing? was a yeah, yes. it was a quick yeah. All right, okay. so I'm just gonna move on now. Yeah, please, yes, yes, I'm just gonna yes. walk away from that. Yeah, don't try and top what you did last week. They, oh, I'm not topping that. Forget it. I'm um, still exhausted. Unless you want to sing, don't go chasing waterfalls. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> What? You want to sing Don't Go Chasing no, Waterfalls? No, I don't. Oh, come on. No. Come on, Left Eye. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot do that, man. I, I can't remember that one. Left okay. Eye Eli. No, I, <laughs> I'm not sure my midriff would work too well uh, in, the, in the costume uh, at this point. All right, I get it. You don't want to go out that far. You want to stick to the rivers I mean, and the lakes that you're used to. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I know you got to have it your way or nothing at all, but (laughs) I think you're moving too fast. I. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want no bots. (laughs) Absolutely. Bots get no love from me. Holler at the passenger side from the identity theft ride, trying to holler at me and spit all my money. (laughs) No. No. Because I'm really tight. I hold on to my money. That's absolutely right. (laughs) And you Uh, take flight. I will take flight. But oh man, you, uh, are, so, you are Marky Might, Mark, <laughs> Mighty Might, Mighty Might. Hey, why not? Uh, well, what else? Well, is, yeah, Facebook.com. You like No, I think we just oh, kind of okay. riffed and uh, improv. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, EIV504, Twitter, Hancock1066. So just keep supporting this madness and we'll. Keep giving you the gladness. Thank you very much. <laughs> gladness? That was a good... No, gladness. Oh, gladness. I thought it's like we were like pips and stuff. Yeah, gladness, Ooh. night in the pit. Gladness. All that bit that trade to my weekend. Gladnesses. 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 And the pips. Well, well, if you want to book a vacation to come to New Orleans and see Eli dance or Lee dance. Gladnesses. Uh, or go down to Walt Disney World. <laughs> To see the gladnesses <laughs> of where Pleasure Island used to be, you can do what so with Lee. Lee, will bring it. All right. Just give me a call at 832-570-5490. That's 832-8-TRACKS. <laughs> 832-A-T-R-A-X. Uh, you can email me at lee at magicrway.com. And as always, please check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. If you do any of those things, we can get you hooked up and booked up with no. Gladness is Vika. <laughs> all right. If you want to support all of this, you can do so through the following ways. You can click on our affiliate links on our website. You can also buy some beignets and support the show that way. You can also represent the Moeka Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way to support us is to leave a rating, interview, and iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, Music, etc. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Army Podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, Mohegans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. You know, I just want to take one moment, because this is like one public forum that I have just to say... So if you watch the Super Bowl, you watch the fraud. 
I just want to say Saints got robbed. Oh, <laughs> should have yes. been the Super Bowl. It's tainted the outcome. Whatever you just saw, taint bowl, taint bowl, <laughs> taint bowl. It's stank. Whatever it is, yeah, and it's stank too. That's stank. all I gotta say. Stank. And I'm Danny. <laughs> <laughs> you right though. You right. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Mannequins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like that one. Mannequins. Now that was Mannequins. a good one, Lee. Mannequins. All, All right. the move. The necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italians. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How do you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good, but you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of... <laughs> Get him, get up again. Oh, you know? tub, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know? I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? <laughs> <laughs>